Hi and welcome to Life with Catherine, episode 9 with Safa Al-Nabasea. I was recently at a talk that Safa was uh, presenting and I was blown away and totally excited about the topic. It was so interesting, so uh, I invited her to be on the podcast and she said yes. Now I do joke in the beginning of this podcast that uh, I forced her to be on and she kindly agreed. Obviously, I was joking. I just wanted to make that clear. And uh, she was delightful, and I'm grateful that she shared her story. So here she is. Hi, it's Catherine. I'm here with Safa Alnabasea. Did I say that right? Yeah, that's Excellent. perfect. <laughs> and she's going to talk about uh, a play she was in that was quite interesting when I heard about her starting to talk about it. So I forced her to sit down with me and <laughs> and talk about what the adventure was like. It's absolutely so. my pleasure to be here and talk to you, Catherine, about the play I worked on. So I'm a student at the University of Waterloo School of Architecture, and um, in my third year, uh, sorry, my second year, um, during the summer, the first term of of my second year, we worked on a play, the entire class worked on a play, a, a, a group of 75 students worked together to, from start to finish, design, construct, act out write out a theatrical play and um, you know at first you think about it and you and you 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 question like how does that relate to architecture and because all of us come from such artistic backgrounds different interests you know um, so all these talents came out within within the process of of making this play like we taught each other how to sew the, the the costume and design group taught each other how to use different tools the construction group built the entire set, you know, from scratch. All of us put in a specific amount of money, each of us put in a specific amount of money, um, in hopes that we would regain that money, break even once we sold the tickets. And in fact, we did, and we actually ended up making money. And uh, we sold out all three nights of the play, all um, nine um, shows were sold out. And it was very successful, but it took a lot of hard work to get there. So it was your group. Did you get assigned a group, or did you pick each other? Right. So the, the <laughs> way that it worked, yeah, the way that it worked is you need like a co- you need coordinators for each group. So you had, uh, you know, the writer group, the costume and design, um, the lighting group, photography, um, construction, um, art and set. So everything you can think of, there was a group for, and then there were coordinators for those groups. We so we nominated each other to we nominated the coordinators to uh, kind of make sure the group was organized and uh, was doing the tasks that needed to be done. We also nominated the producer, the director, and um, all, you know the people that had a bit more responsibility in the play that we thought had the proper and the uh, and the, yeah the proper skills and uh, background. That the class thought, you know, these would be great people to run this. And then everybody else just chose the groups they wanted to be a part of. So I chose to be a part of 
the dancers in the play. So um, a friend of mine who choreographed multiple dancers in the play, she was, she's also in our class, of course. Uh, her background is dance, so that really, you know, uh, that talent came out during the play uh, for her, and she just like took advantage entirely, and you know, put her heart and soul into the choreography. So as a part of the dancers, I uh, also played a major role in costume and design, and I designed a lot of the costumes for the main actresses and actors, and um, you know, we bought fabric and sewed everything from from scratch. Yeah. And the jewelry? <laughs> and the jewelry that we made, yeah. We made headpieces for the dancers and um, earrings for, for some of the characters as well. The The play was based in um, in the surrealist era, so the, the actors that were playing in it, the, the protagonist was a, uh, a playwriter. His name is Antonin Artaud, and uh, the story was about his life and what he what he wanted from the surrealist era and how the surrealist era um, helped him write his plays and inspired him and um, where, where he went and it, it was basically following his life and what how how he was dealing with with the struggle of trying to uh, design write and and be a part of that surrealist era. Um, you know, so some actors in the play that, that, that were also a part of the surrealist era in real life included, you know, Picasso and um, um, Monet. Um, these are a few of the characters I can remember now, but the idea was, was basically just Antonin Artaud's life, what he goes through, and how he ends up taking his own life at the end because of um, just a, a mental struggle that he had within himself and different personas that he went through. And uh, throughout his life, he spent a lot of the time in a mental institution, um, just like being in the shoes of, of, of his brain, and like or being in his shoes and understanding his brain through the projections that we did, through uh, you know his double personality, and um, was, so he was a real person, that. and you constructed a, the story based on his based life. On, exactly, based on his life, we constructed the story, and we tried. It was kind of like a play within a play. So, because he's a playwriter, That's awesome. Yeah, so because he's a playwriter, um, in the play, Antonin Artaud was trying to write a play and figure out the story for it, and the characters in that play that he was trying to. Right included Picasso, Monet, and other uh, surrealist artists that he was actually friends with in real life, and uh, you know he had a lot of he had he went through a lot of struggles trying to um, trying to trying to write the play the way that he wanted and like see it the way that he had imagined it. So in order to get inspiration, he goes to this ex exhibition that was held in Paris. And he watches these Balinese dancers dance, and that's where uh, I was also I was a part of that dance. And he gets inspired from the Balinese dancers, and then he watches a, a dance by the, the, the Tara Humara is what they what they're called, and he, he he watches that and he gets more inspired. Um, so it's it's basically yeah, a play within a play about a playwriter. <laughs> And you were talking about, uh, when I heard you tell the story the first time, um, how you were trying to convey that marketing-wise. There was people in mm -hmm. charge of marketing, too. Yeah. And that you chose a poster 
to try and convey it to the public because mm -hmm. you had to tell tickets to the actual public too. Mm -hmm. So what was what went into that? I don't remember. Yeah. I, I only so, saw the poster like that for a second. Yeah, yeah. So uh, exactly. So we had to uh, advertise our play to the public, try and get sponsors, um, uh, and the poster had the protagonist's face, so Antonin Arto, uh, and it tried like we tried to have the poster show his thoughts so you know his head was shaking it was like he was in motion because of you know how much is going through his brain at one time and um we we wanted to capture that poster in movement kind of kind of thing so that we can um just intrigue the public just gain their interest in in the artistic um artistic side of the play um, we also had uh, so the sponsors that donated money t towards our play. We had their logos on the sides of the poster to give you know uh, thanks to them, and um, we we also um, made made the tickets in a way that they were like a, a 3D pyramid. So on each face represented different different kinds of information to also. Uh, to also represent the main character's multiple personalities throughout the play. So he goes from being like really uh, angry and upset to like really emotional and and uh, emotional about his own work to being really inspired when he sees the dancers and when he visits the exhibition. So um, we wanted to keep pushing that idea through everything that we showed the public and everything that we designed in, some, in terms of the art and set, the costume. Uh, the costumes and and the makeup as well. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was quite it was quite a crazy experience. I, I've never worked with um, this many people towards one common goal that that is going to be like built and finished. You know, we went from you know just pencil, paper, and ideas to an actual production that. We got money from, <laughs> yeah. so it was crazy. <laughs> How many people were in the group? Uh, we were a total of seventy-five students, 75. and yeah. only one group did the play. There wasn't like three plays for like there were three different groups in your class. Yeah, yeah, it was just like that one main group was. Uh, we just like divided ourselves into teams, but we we all did that one play. So um, this is with the rest of our classes, of course. So people yeah. had electives. We had, you know, uh, in architecture school, there's a course called studio which is where you design buildings so this was on top of that as well we had our main you know term <laughs> project where we had to design a, a building as well and um, so a lot of our own time was put into it you know um, early morning dance practice practices uh, early morning rehearsals uh, late at night rehearsals you know rehe rehearsing with the makeup and costumes on you have to try you have to you know do all those things and and uh, of course, a lot of the makeup and hair had to be done on set before the play, uh, like right right before showtime. And because we had, uh, so we had three uh, show nights, and each um, each day we performed. We performed three times. So at noon, a, mat a matinee at three and at six, and we had about like forty five minutes between each show. So you know we had to stay in our costumes and stay in our uh, our hair and our makeup and 
go across the street by a Mr. Sub sandwich, <laughs> try and explain why we're dressed the way we are, and then come back and and perform again. <laughs> so it was it was really exciting, and the last show was definitely emotional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you learn about? The idea of collaboration, did mm-hmm. it surprise you that it went off so well? Or did you kind of go, I fully believe this is all going to go off? Was it? It was It was very hard. You know, it was very difficult. You know, we were told by older students because, you know, classes of the past have done this as well. And we were told uh, by by past students that this uh, this play is going to bring you guys to, like, your, the best moments and then the worst moments as well. You're gonna make you're gonna make lots of you're gonna have lots of fights. You're gonna be upset at each at, at each other, but you're in the in the end you're just gonna get closer as a as a team. And of course, it was very difficult because you know different teams had to rely on each other to to finish different parts in order for for different teams to continue their own work. So you know the writers had a lot of pressure early on because. Without the actual script, nobody could have, nobody could do anything. Yeah, you're right. So the script had like a really tight deadline, and there was, uh, you know, once for example, the um, art and set team reads the script, gets inspiration about how they wanted to build the set. They have to collaborate back to the writers to see if that's what they're trying to uh, show through the writing, and then had, we had to like also costume design had to make sure that the dancers could dance in the costumes that we were designing and making so there was a lot of collaboration a lot of meeting halfway in terms of ideas and making sacrifices for ideas that we had and of course it wasn't easy at all it was uh, very difficult lots of fighting but at the end of it it was very successful and um, we definitely got closer as a team and what did you feel on when it on show day, like the first one? Yeah. What was that like? Because <laughs> um, you're not an yeah, actor per course, se or anything. That's not like your full drive. Yeah, yeah. Very nervous. <laughs> um, you know, seeing the people out there behind the curtain, all, like every like just a full house. Everybody sitting waiting for the shows. Definitely nerve wracking for me personally. I chose to take off my glasses and just dance without really seeing <laughs> facial expressions of everybody because that'll definitely throw me off. So that helped me a lot. Smart. <laughs> but, um, you know, the main actors and, and actresses did very well. It was like, for example, the protagonist, Antonin Artaud, nobody knew that this friend of ours, his name is Omar, could act this well, you know? He just... He was incredible. He was. It was like he has been acting his whole life. It was out of nowhere. So we also discovered talents within ourselves that we didn't even know were there. Yeah. You know, his friends and myself. We encouraged him to to uh, try out for the role and took a lot of um, push for from us for for him to actually do it. And once he did, he ended up getting it because he was very good. So uh, you can see how. Uh, each of us learned something new about ourselves, something new about each other, you know, and... And what's his name? Omar? Omar, um... Oh, we'll look it up. Don't worry. <laughs> it's okay. Farwati. Omar Farwati. Farwati. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then it was all done. Yeah. And you don't have to do it again. <laughs> it was all done, and, 
even till now we talk about it and we say like that was that was one of the best times because not we didn't you know each of us didn't just have a chance to do what we love and you know use the talents that got us into the school but we also learned about each other we worked together we we had a, an end goal that we all met and there was you know no other feeling like it and it was almost like you had to learn it's cheesy but to learn in business that everybody has a part to play and you have to do your best and let go yeah. of the rest. Yeah. Letting go of the rest is huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, you have to just put your trust in everyone. Otherwise, it won't be successful. You can't micromanage everything. You can't have everything be your way. You just have to trust each other and trust yourself and actually get your work done. <laughs> yeah. Blow my mind. <laughs> It was really cool. That's great. <laughs> yeah. And what's next for you? So in September, I go back to uh, to school, um, to my third year of architecture, third year, second semester. In um, Ottawa? Sorry, no, in uh, Waterloo University. Waterloo, okay. Yeah, in Waterloo University. Um, and I'm very excited. Uh, that we've got an elective studio course. Sorry, not an elective. The, the studio course for the third year, second semester, is a, a choice studio. So you get to choose what type of studio you want to get to know better. So the past studios have been given to us and um, mandatory studios. This one, yeah, we get to choose between you know large scale urban design to like really conceptual artistic um, studio to um, something that's very technically based, you know, Grasshopper and, and Rhino. Uh, so I'm very excited to see um, which one I get. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah. exciting! Well, thank you for being here. Thank you um, for having me. And you'll me. send me the link to uh, maybe a couple pictures of mm-hmm. the tickets and different things, mm-hmm. and then um, maybe even you said there's a a video of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, so I'll put the links up, and you can all see it. Thank awesome. you, Safa, for being here. Thank you. Catherine. Okay, bye.